Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. Calvin Brown, Christ Be Glorified Ministries, and welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Amen. That's what the Lord told me to preach. Amen. That's what he told me to teach. Amen. When he came to me in 2014, he says, you're going to preach the kingdom. He said, every time you open your mouth, no matter what subject you start out on, that the kingdom of God will come forth because it is important for the kingdom of God to come The Bible says, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed will be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There is a culture of heaven that praises the Lord. There's a culture of heaven that is free. There is a culture of heaven that operates in the presence of the Lord. And it is our job by the power of the Holy Ghost to bring that into this earth realm, to introduce that into this earth realm, the earth realm which is subject to corruption, subject to decay, known for violence, amen, known for um, things which separate man from God, amen, known for the false knowledge, wrong knowledge, amen, and so you have to be awakened to understand that all the things going on in this earth without the Lord is not right. We need Jesus. We need the Lord. We need the Lordship of Jesus in this this earth realm. Amen. So when you catch a hold of it, amen, you can speak it, you can testify, and you can bring others into the reality of of this truth. Amen. This morning, I want to start out in Genesis chapter 1. And beginning with verse 1, Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters, Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. Amen. So this is how God began his creation, by speaking the word of God over that which was void, without form. Amen. Chaos, as it were. And God began to bring divine order out of that which was chaotic, which was dark, which was without without light. So the first thing God said was let there be light. The Holy Spirit was there with God. We know that Jesus was there with God. Amen. So God spoke the worlds into existence by his voice. God spoke the worlds into existence by his voice. His voice is his word and the Spirit. So the Spirit and the Word. The Spirit and the Word represents the voice of God. 
Amen. And they are in agreement with God, the Spirit and the Word. Jesus is the Word. Amen. And the Holy Spirit, along with Father God, created all things. Amen. So God created by His voice, His Word. Amen. And His Spirit represents His voice. The Spirit on the Word represents the voice of God. They were all in agreement. Amen. And so the force of the Godhead, amen, the force of agreement, amen, the power of agreement, amen, brought all things into existence, amen. The mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established, amen. There are three that agree in heaven. There are three that are one in heaven, the Spirit, Holy Spirit, the Word, and the Father. We know that the Holy Spirit has been sent from heaven, but the witness of the Holy Spirit is still, is still in heaven. Amen. The, the Holy Spirit will witness to what is in heaven. The Holy Spirit is like the extension of heaven. Amen. The one sent from heaven to bring in technicolor the, the truths of heaven into this earth realm, to manifest what is true. Amen and to be the power of God so that whatever the word says, the Holy Spirit can manifest it by the power of God. The more resistance there is to what God says is true, the more of a display of power that the Holy Spirit can put forth, amen. Somebody, something tried to resist God when someone speaks what is true by faith and believes what is true, the, the power of heaven, amen, the, the authority of heaven will show that that false thing is false and that God is true and God be true and every man a liar. The Bible says God is justified in his sayings. And when God is judged, amen, that he is always proven righteous. He's always proven to be true, amen, by the word and by the spirit and by his voice. So God released his voice. He uttered his voice, amen. So he created all things, amen. He created the water, the oceans, the land, the plants, the stars, the celestial bodies, the, the, the animals, and then on the sixth day, he created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him them, amen, and said, let them have dominion and authority. God said, let us, that agreement, make man in our own image, Genesis 1, 26, and let them have dominion and authority over everything else that I have made. Let them have dominion and authority. How? How can they do that? Because they're made in the image. So God brought man into that oneness, a Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit of operating the same way. Amen. The, 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 the ways of God. Amen. God would always show a pattern. Amen. He says to be imitators of God as dear children. My children, they will imitate me, their father. Amen. And so the, the, the same thing of um, reverencing, honoring that agreement 
based on what God said, not the Tower of Babel agreement, you know, where they said, let us um, make brick, bake it thoroughly, take slime, and let us make a tower unto heaven. They were a rebellious people against God, though they were trying to copy God using that, that power of agreement. And God confounded their language, amen, so that they could not get in agreement. God will never let the devil win, amen. The devil studies God and perverts what God does, but he sees the power of the thing, the power of agreement. That's what we see in this earth realm. That those, even those who are wicked, they know the power of agreement better than many times Christians. Amen. And so they don't break ranks, though they be evil, though the things that they are proposing are wicked. Amen. Though it seems like everything is against them, they refuse to break rank. Amen. So that's why you have to crush the devil's head. <laughs> Man. God says, uh, no Pharaoh. His heart is hardened, and he's going to say no. So Moses seems a little bit surprised after one or two times of Pharaoh saying no. God says, I already told you. <laughs> Amen. He says, I'm working a thing. Amen. Because wickedness cannot defeat God. So God catches the wise in their own craftiness. Amen. Like your mama said, you made your bed so you lie in it. Amen. And so the Bible says God execute judgment against the forces of darkness, but many times that, that judgment is compounded because they refuse to relent. They refuse, amen, to bow to God, but they will get to the point where they have to bow, amen. It is, it is judgment upon judgment upon judgment until the death of the firstborn. No ability to recreate that evil, to continue that evil. You check the Bible. When God dealt with the firstborn, they said, enough. Amen. That, that is it. Amen. That there will no, be no more wicked seed. Amen. If you continue in this path. And that's how you make the devil bow. Amen. You take away his ability to reproduce. Amen. Whoa, wisdom of God. You take away the devil's power to reproduce a thing in the generation. Amen. You take away, hallelujah, the firstborn, the death of that firstborn. Hallelujah. It is the antithesis of Jesus because Jesus is the firstborn of those raised from the dead. Amen. He is the first fruit, amen, that produced us. Amen. That because of Jesus, a continuation of God's seed in this earth, amen, the remnant will always destroy that which is of Satan, amen. But the devil does not want his ability to continue in the next generation to stop. And so he will back up, amen, if you have the wisdom to take away the armor in which he trusted and to take away his ability to reproduce. Amen. You brood of vipers, that's reproduction. Who has warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Amen. If you could take out those serpent eggs, 
Amen. Along with the crushing, crushing of the devil's head. Holy Ghost. If you could take away the cobalt, the those spider eggs, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. In prayer, in prayer, you wrestle things you do not know. In prayer, you, you catch a hold of things, but God knows. Amen. You're dealing with stuff. You're dealing with stuff. The, the more devoted, consecrated you are to the Lord, you will deal with stuff. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Sometimes you may know, sometimes you may not know. Till later. Amen. Some of the greatest revelations that I've ever gotten, I did not know when it happened. Amen. God told me later. Amen. God told me later. Holy Ghost. I remember a time and me and my wife ministered to someone who could not speak. Amen. A, a, a mute spirit. Amen. And God did some very unusual things. I won't go into it. God did some very unusual things. All we knew were that we were obeying the Lord. Amen. And so later on, we heard that this person was speaking now. Amen. That God had done a miracle. From that point, God had done a miracle. Amen. And God says, I mean, we're just talking to me like a conversation. He says, you know that was a mute spirit, don't you? I said, oh, okay. You know, because the person couldn't speak. God says, you know, you need to recognize that that was a mute spirit. Amen. That God says that I use your, your wife, me and my wife, but he says I use your wife to cast out a mute spirit. So all I knew is that we ministered. <laughs> we did not go through, you know, this and that. You, you, you know, we just ministered where God had us to minister in the presence of this person. And it's the Holy Spirit that cast out spirits. <laughs> you, you may not know that. It's the Holy Spirit that cast out spirits. Amen. Holy Ghost. Yeah. The, Jesus said that if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then is the kingdom of God come upon you. If I cast out devils by the Spirit of God. And again, that parallel scripture. If I cast out devils by the finger of God, meaning the judgment of God. Amen. Psalms 149, executing judgment against the enemy. He has no right. The word of God deals judgment to the devil. Jesus says, prince of this world is judged. He has nothing on me. Amen. The devil is judged. And you may not know that when you are bringing forth the kingdom of God. That's what you are doing. You're causing good and blessings to come on one side because God loves people and you are removing that which is demonic and that which the devil has planted and that which the devil has built, amen. That which the devil has platted, that means, you know, wickedness is the plaiting of thorns and briars. It's the plaiting. You don't know how to, you don't know where it begins and where it ends. You don't even know how to start. Something is all knotted up. You don't, you don't know how to, to loosen it, amen, but it is 
the anointing that destroys the yoke. So much of things that people try to figure out, you don't have to figure out if you be one with the Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord can do anything. Amen. He wants to do anything in this earth realm, but you have to learn how to yield. Yes, there are certain things that you have to do, certain steps that you have to take, certain things that you have to speak. Amen. But it is working with God. You're working with him. Amen. I mean, what a deal. The Lord has already done it. Now he's teaching you what he done, what he's done and how to bring forth what he has already worked. Amen. So God brought something new into existence, but consistent with him. That means good. So when God created everything, he says, it is good. It is good. It is very good. So when God created, he brought something new into existence, but it was consistent with his goodness. Amen. Not now every good thing must be built on God's foundation and come from God's righteous roots. Amen. So God did it. Even the, 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 the gospel. Amen. Jesus was the lamb slain before the foundations of the world. Amen. When things come into existence, it is what is in the mind of God and what is in the heart of God. Many times it is secrets. Many times it is mysteries. Amen. And that people don't know because it's, it has not come into existence and yet it is, is in the mind and the heart of God. And God begins to speak, amen, and to bring things new into existence. So I'm trying to teach you a pattern, amen, that that which God has done, he has done. That which God has worked, he has worked. And yet there's much work to be done. There is much to do, but it is in accordance to what God has already done and what God has already worked and what God has already envisioned. Amen. God is a God of, of vision. He's, he's able to hold, amen, the histories of man in a vision. Holy God, he knows, amen, the end from the beginning. Amen. He knows the end from the beginning. God does not have to blab out everything, but through the proper time, he knows how to unfold. He knows how to unseal. Amen. He helps man not to get in his own way. Amen. He brings forth the prophetic word. Amen. Just in time. And a lot of times you don't even know what you have prophesied, amen. You may have prophesied things pertaining to this time, but actually it not only pertains to this time, but it, it has a greater ramification in another time. Holy Ghost. And so people think that they know everything, amen. And they are perfectly willing to disparage someone who is handling holy things that they do not understand. Holy Ghost. It is enough for us to press into God to understand the things that God are giving us and that God is dealing with us about. 
That's our job to press in. Holy God. That's our life. It's going to take our whole lifetime. Holy Ghost to seek God. Holy Ghost to embrace God, to hold him dear. Holy Ghost. Amen. And just to be faithful. Amen. Just be faithful. Say what he has you to say. Do. Don't try to figure it out. Amen. Prophet, prophetess. Hallelujah. Man, woman of God. Hallelujah. Only speak what God has for you to speak. Don't try to figure it out unless God wants to give you more information and through your intimacy that the Lord would give you more information. Amen. That God would not withhold this thing from his friend Abraham. Amen. A, a friend of God is a, a prophetic force, a friend of God, whether you are actually called a prophet or not. There is a such thing as a friend of God. And before you lift your hands and say that you're a friend of God, it means to be in covenant with the Lord, that you're not a truce breaker. You're not a covenant breaker that the Lord can entrust with you private things, secret things, and that you would keep them in, in the trust of the Lord, that you would keep them with fidelity. Amen. So all this about a friend of God. Yes, you want to be a friend of God. I'm not withholding that from anyone. But Jesus says that God will call you friends. He'll tell you, the Father will tell you what he is doing. Amen. That's John 15. Amen. And so that, that deal about a prophet and a prophetess, much, much, much has to be clarified. This is not my message. Amen. Everybody wants to be a man of God. I, I have dealt with young people, young men who have a calling of the prophet upon their life and they want to be a prophet right away. And they began to do things, amen, which betray the trust of the Lord in their desire to be a prophet, amen. And then there's people that carry titles. It's between you and the Lord, but there's, there's people that carry these titles according to what they want and not according to what the Lord has called them, and not to go through the process of training and testing, amen, so that you would actually represent that calling in a faithful way, amen. So you, you can have a name, amen, but not faithful to the calling, amen. You must be tested. You must be trained to lay down this present world, amen. Paul says, there were those like Demas, having loved this present world. He left me. He betrayed me. He forsook me, having loved this present world. Amen. And so there are things, amen, that you need from the Lord. Everything you need from the Lord. Amen. So in 2 Samuel, 2 Samuel chapter 22. I didn't mean to do all of that, but... The Lord helped me to say that. 2 Samuel chapter 22, verses 14 through 16. 2 Samuel chapter 22, verses 14 through 16. The Lord thundered from heaven, and the Most High uttered his voice. He sent out arrows and scattered them, lightning bolts, and he vanquished them, the enemy, then the channels of the sea were seen and the foundations of the world were uncovered at the rebuke of the Lord, at the blast 
of the breath of his nostrils. Amen. So God created everything. Amen. And then Adam and Eve failed God. And so the earth was under a curse. And so the devil began to build and plant wicked works. The Bible says for this cause was Jesus manifested to destroy the works of the devil. So the devil tried to cover over God's righteous foundations. That from the beginning of the world, God made everything right. Amen. And so there were buildings and plants. Amen. There was thorns and thistles. Amen. There were images, images in this earth realm where the devil tried to put them over the foundations of God. So what does God need? He needs his voice in this earth, amen, to discomfit the enemy and to destroy that which the devil had built and to destroy that which the devil has planted, amen. Jesus said that God will uproot everything which was not planted by him. What a statement. God will uproot everything that was not planted by him. And so that's what this scripture is saying. The Lord thundered from heaven. The most high uttered his voice. The voice is the spirit and the word that God need the spirit and the word, his word with the spirit on the word or the inspired word. Amen. God is in heaven. And so wickedness tries to build in this earth realm. Wickedness tries to plant in this earth realm and yet that which God did from the beginning, God uttered his voice from the beginning to bring forth that which was good, which means righteous or right or consistent with the image and the nature of God. And so now we see God thundered from heaven and the most high uttered his voice. He sent out his arrows and scattered them lightning bolts. And he vanquished the enemy and the channels of the sea were seen. The foundations of the world were uncovered, revealed. In other words, if wickedness, amen, is the way in this earth realm, that if the, 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 the devil was trying to make headway in this earth realm, and so all you would see is what the devil has built. And all that you see is what the devil has planted. Yet the righteous foundations of God are still there because it was from the beginning. Holy Spirit, the, the Holy Spirit is the initiator. The Holy Spirit hovered above the waters. The Holy Spirit is there when God speaks. Amen. And so that's what it even means, the, the remnant, the, the residue. It means that which is of the spirit. You cannot stamp out that which God started by his spirit. Amen. You can't stamp it out. Though the devil tries to make headway. Amen. And to make people forget. Amen. The things of God. And to put forth that which is wicked as a standard in this earth. It is not the standard of the Lord. And so what does God need? He needs those to speak by his breath or by his spirit. Those to be inspired by God, to be set on fire by the Lord, amen, to release, amen, the breath of God or the words by the breath of God, which will discomfit the enemy and to destroy the works of the devil, amen. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Kingdom 
folk who have a kingdom identity, who have seen a heavenly vision to speak that in this earth realm. Amen. Not to agree, not to agree with wickedness, not to agree, amen, with wicked foundations. Do not build on wicked foundations. And so God deals with that so that his righteous foundations can be revealed, uncovered, amen, that God gave the earth to man, man going along all in this, in this wicked way, amen, as if that was right, as if that changes how right God is, how holy, how just, how true that the Lord is. That changes nothing, amen. Build your wicked cities that they will become desolations, amen. And so we are called to be those to rebuild that which is desolate, to be a repairer of the breach, amen. For the breath of God to breathe over that. Devil mess up everything, amen. Devil mess up everything because he is not able to produce life, only death, only decay, amen. So you got to reveal the waste places, the desolate places by the breath of God. Amen. That you have to um, move things by the breath of God spiritually, so to speak. Heaven has to be on your side. Heaven has to be on your side. Amen. It's going to take a lot of boldness. Amen. Not to be afraid of their foreheads. Amen. Or their faces. Amen. Because they which are of the wicked one, amen, that they don't want to change. Amen. They will rule over ruins. They don't care. They'll tear it down to say that they are ruling over ruins. Holy Ghost. And so you have to know that you have to have a, an anointed word. <laughs> Holy Ghost. An inspired Word, amen. I remember that when my oldest daughter, amen, who's grown now, when she was a toddler, amen, and I was wrestling with God about a thing, amen, and that she was just playing. She was just playing in the room where I was standing. And she said, you know, daddy, <laughs> God wants you to do this, this, and this. I said, whoa. She don't, and she just went back to playing. She just went back to playing. That God put an anointed word in my baby. <laughs> to tell me of the things that I was wrestling with, Holy Ghost, that God was saying, stop wrestling and do. Amen, what I called you to do. An inspired word from the Lord. An, an anointed word from the Lord. Amen. So that the voice of God can be in this earth. Amen. You, you, you cannot just be a stickler for the word. The letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. Amen. So the word has to be clothed, amen, with the spirit of God clothed with the spirit. They agree. Amen. They are one. They are the one with the Father God and part of the Godhead, the creative force of unity. Amen. That creative 
force, amen, which comes from, which comes from unity, amen. So when wickedness produces buildings, they will not be established when God utters his voice, amen. So whatever the devil builds, it is not established, amen. In Proverbs chapter 12, Proverbs chapter 12 and verse in verse 3 Proverbs 12 3 a man is not established by wickedness but the root of the righteous cannot be moved amen so the a man is not established by wickedness. I don't care what type of grand plans. I don't care how much money you got back in your plan. Holy Ghost, I'm speaking to somebody. I don't care how much money you got back in your wicked plan. Your plan is not established by God. What does that mean? This is what I mean. God will confirm that which is his. Amen. God will always confirm what is his, amen, and, and, and I'll lay this out in this message, amen, those that are of the Lord, words that are of the Lord, amen, that, that which is the authority comes from heaven, Jesus says the baptism of John, was it of man or was it of God, they say we cannot answer. He said, neither will I tell you, but that, but the answer is that the baptism of John was from heaven. Amen. Backed up by heaven. Amen. That authority that John the Baptist operated in was from heaven. Amen. So it was established by the Lord. So the word established means stable. Amen. That those foundations will always come forth if people are willing to build on them, if, if people are able to, to acknowledge God's righteous, God's righteous foundations, amen, to remove wicked foundations, to remove wicked structures, amen, to remove wicked culture, amen. Sometimes people think that things get worse and worse, so we cannot go back to when a, 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 a more innocent time when things were not like that. That's not true. That you can you can start afresh. You can start anew. God can raise up a thing. God can breathe fresh life into a thing so that the righteousness which God intended from the beginning would be in a thing. You cannot say, well, you know, San Francisco is a wicked city. And so it's always going to be wicked. No, God has a plan, amen, for those who are willing to shake the wicked foundations, amen, not to acknowledge the wicked foundation. Oh, that's just the way it is, amen. And so we can only go, we can only go so far, amen. In Psalms chapter 29, Psalms chapter 29, verses 3 through 11. Psalms 29, verses 3 through 11. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. 
The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. Amen. So the, the waters, it's just like the primal waters. It's like, it's, it's like the deep. It's like the, the, the bubbling. It's like the stirring. It's like getting ready for something to happen. So the voice of the Lord is over the waters. Amen. The Lord, the God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them also to skip like a calf. Lebanon and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. Amen. The Bible says that the devil made the whole world a wilderness, desolate. Amen. Zapped of life, dry. Amen. And so the voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. Amen. Verse nine, the voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forest bare. And in his temple, everyone says glory for the Lord sat enthroned at the flood and the Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Amen. So even during the days of Noah, when God sent the flood upon the earth, the Bible says that God set his throne down, that the Lord sat enthroned over, over the floods. There was nothing happening that was out of the Lord's purview. Amen. And so the Lord was moving in the earth and the Lord shakes wicked foundations. So that is the thing. We need the voice of the Lord. We need the spirit on the word. We need the inspired word of God to shake wicked, wicked foundations. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 12, the book of Hebrews chapter 12, verses 25 through 29. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 25 through 29. It says, see that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth. But now he is promising yet once more, I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. Amen. So the Lord speaks from heaven, even if the Lord is speaking through his servants or his, his mouthpiece, if it is an actual word of the Lord by the spirit of God, then the force of heaven, in other words, if that which is in this earth is, is not obedient unto the Lord, Amen. If the voice of God comes from heaven, you remember the children of Israel when God spoke on Mount Sinai and how it thundered and how the earth shook and the, earth, the mountain was full of smoke and fire. So when God speaks from heaven, if there is that which is rebelling against God, then the way that the speaking will be is a shaking of those things 
that they trust in him. Amen. So we should not refuse him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, but now his promise saying, yet once more I shake not only the earth, but the heavens, the starry heavens. Now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken as things that are made that the things which cannot be shaken shall remain or that which is eternal, that which is birth of God shall remain. Therefore, since we're receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear for our God is a consuming fire. So we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. So God's kingdom cannot be shaken. Amen. The Bible says that if the, the, the foundations be destroyed, amen, what can the righteous do? That is Psalms 11.3, if the foundations be destroyed. Well, God's foundations will not be destroyed, amen. The devil will not be able to keep on building if God's voice is able to be uttered in this earth realm, the inspired word of God, that which comes from God, that which comes from heaven, that which comes from the deep. Amen. So we are receiving a kingdom. So God's kingdom, which cannot be shaken. So let us have grace that we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. That means you don't allow the spotting of the world to get on you. Amen. We, we respect the Lord. We fear the Lord. We don't live nonchalantly as if there is um, nothing to fear uh, by us embracing the world. Amen. Godly fear means reverence for God and a disassociation from that which dishonors, which dishonors the Lord. Amen. In Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 1. And verse 10, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 10. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down, to destroy, to throw down, to build and to plant. So this is God calling Jeremiah. He says, before you can build and to plant, amen, that you're going to have to root out and pull down and to destroy and to throw down. So Jeremiah was a prophet, amen. He shook up things, amen, by speaking the inspired word of God. The establishment, so to speak, did not like it, amen. They said that that was not God, amen. They beat him. They put him in prison because he was shaking things up. The earth in, in a fallen state cannot hold the things of heaven unless there is a moving or a shaking. In other words, God will not allow defiant idols, faces, amen, to, to stand against him while he is moving. And so when the, the, the blessing, the glory of heaven descends into this earth realm, then Dagon, Dagon must bow. You know what I mean by Dagon, amen. 
They took the Ark of the Covenant and they put it in the temple of Dagon, amen, that, that idol, that false god of the Philistines. And the next morning he was bowed over on his face. <laughs> Holy Ghost. You cannot take that, the, that which is of the presence of God, that which is holy, that is what is of the glory of God. If you, if you bring it into what the devil has built, amen, that which the devil has built has to be destroyed, has to bow down, amen. That the, the, the next time his head was broken, his, all his hands were broken, amen. That the, the, the next time, amen, like they did not learn their lesson, amen. The thing with God, that with the wicked, it will be sore and sore for the wicked until they come to a place of repentance. You cannot be defiant against God. Though God is very merciful and long-suffering, full of patience, you can de not de defy God. There's no wisdom, the Bible says, which can resist God. Amen. So all this, this false building and these false plants, amen, they cannot stand if someone would be one with the Lord and only speak that which is inspired by the Lord. Amen. That you can speak a message is what I'm saying that the devil will yawn at. Amen. You can speak a message that the devil will say amen to. Holy Ghost. You have to speak a message by the Holy Ghost. Amen. The word and the spirit of God. Holy Ghost. So that the voice of God would be in this earth realm. Amen. God did not intend for this earth to be without his voice. He said it from the beginning. If you would diligently hearken to the voice, to the voice of the Lord your God. Amen. So it's, it's not about the words on the stone. It's the voice behind the words on the stone. If God can get someone to speak it by the spirit, amen. He can teach you. He can help you. He can train you. If someone would speak by the spirit of God, amen. First, in 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy, chapter 2. And verse 19, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, it says, nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his and let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. So God knows those that are his. Amen. The Bible says those without the spirit, and it's deeper than just whether you receive the Holy Spirit. They say, if you don't have the spirit of Christ, you're none of his. Amen. If you don't have his heart, you're not his. If you don't have his spirit, you're not his. So the Holy Spirit is the seal that you are his. Amen. The, mm, the Holy Spirit. Lord, yes, further, further. Yes, yes. The Korabos. Those who honor the Holy Spirit, who know the Holy Spirit, acknowledge the Holy Spirit, listen to the Holy Spirit, obey the Holy Spirit. Those are the ones that are God's, that have that seal. Amen. God knows those that are his. The Holy Spirit is working in you. 
so that you would depart from iniquity and not even desire it. Amen. The Holy Spirit was working in you. So the foundation of God has a seal. <laughs> Amen. The foundation of God has a seal. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Where, you know what the seal, the seal is from the signet ring. The king of kings has a signet ring. Amen. So he seals those that are his. Amen. In St. John. Chapter 6, St. John, the Bible says you're sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. The Lord will seal those that are his. St. John, chapter 6, verse 27. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life which the Son of Man will give you because God the Father has set his seal on him. And so God set his seal on Jesus or certified or proved that Jesus was of him because Jesus was one with him. Jesus did not speak of his own, but he spoke the words that God gave him. Amen. So God put his seal on him. The works that Jesus did were the works of God. He says, if you don't believe me, then you should believe the very works that these are God's work. Why? God put his seal upon that, that that was the Father's, the Father's works. Amen. And in Haggai chapter one, this, uh, I just want to flesh this out about the, the seal the seal of God. God knows those that are his. Amen. Haggai chapter one, verse 14. It says, so the Lord stirred the spirit of Zerubbabel, the son of Sheatil, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, the son of Jehoshadak, the high priest, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people. And they came and worked on the house of the Lord of hosts, their God. So I want you to see that God stirred by his spirit or God inspired them to build a house. He says, this is not a time for you to be building your own paneled houses while the Lord's house goes in ruin. Amen. And so the, he says that God stirred their spirit, or he inspired them for the work. Jesus did the work of the Lord by the inspiration of God or, or the spirit of God. Amen. So by the spirit of God, they began to lay the foundation of the house of the Lord and to build on that foundation. And then in Haggai chapter two, Haggai chapter two, Verses 21 through 23. Speak to Zerubbabel, governor of Judah, saying, I will shake heaven and earth. So this is where that scripture in Hebrews is coming from. I will overthrow the throne of kingdoms. I will destroy the strength of the Gentiles' kingdoms. I will overthrow the chariots, that the military might, amen. And I will overthrow the chariots and those who ride in them. 
The horses and their riders shall come down, everyone by the sword of his brother. In that day, says the Lord of hosts, I will take you, Zerubbabel, my servant, the son of Shealtiel, says the Lord of hosts, and I will make you like a signet ring, for I have chosen you, says the Lord of hosts. So God knows those that are his. So Zerubbabel, the governor that got stirred by his spirit, he says that I will make your signet ring or you are building the foundation by the seal of the Lord. He says, I've chosen you that I'm, I'm using you as a signet ring that my seal would be upon the foundation. The foundations of the Lord remain sure having this seal. The Lord knows those are his. Let those who name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Zerubbabel, you are mine. I have chosen you. You are approved of God. The house of the Lord will go up because I set my seal on it. I have chosen you to be as my signet ring. So God's seal is on his foundations. Amen. That which is of the Lord. Amen. So God will always back up that which is his. God confirms the word with signs, with signs following. Amen. And so the, the pattern of the seal, amen. Second Timothy 2.19, St. John 6.27, Haggai 2, verse 23. Amen. Last verse, St. John chapter 5. St. John chapter and verse 17. But Jesus answered them, my father has been working until now and I have been working. Amen. So we began this message by saying that God worked a perfect work. On the seventh day, God rested from all his perfect works that were good, that were righteous. Amen. And then we see the devil comes into the world, the fall of Adam and Eve, and the devil building uh, wicked works and planting wicked works. And then we see Jesus, amen, ministering three and a half years that he was upon this earth. He did the works of God, amen. And then in St. John chapter 14, it says, the works that I do, you shall do also, and greater works because I go to the Father. So the works the works, the works of God continue, amen. Even now, if we are willing for the Lord's voice and movement, God's voice produces movement. God's voice produces shaking. God's voice produces stirring, amen. If we allow God's voice to be in this earth, that the righteous works of God continues, the foundation of the Lord, which the Bible says is Jesus Christ, continues. The righteous building upon that foundation of the Lord continues, which is the works, the works of God. Amen. So, Father God, we thank you. Thank you for that word. Lord, we ask you, Lord God, that if any man speak, let him speak as of the oracles of God. Amen. That at least, Lord God, that we have reverence in fear, amen, in our speaking, that our yea be yea, our nay be nay, hallelujah, that 
A man is justified by his words. By your words, you're justified. By your words, you're condemned. At least, Lord God, that we are considering you when we speak. We are considering your word, Lord God, that we develop our relationship with the, with the Holy Spirit, to put a guard over our mouth, to not say the things that should not be said, and to have boldness to say the things which should be said. Let our conversations be with salt, be with grace and season with salt, that we know how to answer each person, the Lord God. So, Father God, I thank you for this word. I thank you for this message. Father, may I have only spoken that which you have given me to speak, Lord, that the blessing of God be released in this earth realm. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.